0: around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree.
1: Welcome to a Seeking Heart with Allison Jinkris, distributed through Breadbox Media. I am joined today by the author of *Draw Close to Jesus*, a woman's guide to Eucharistic adoration, Meredith Friediani. Meredith, I got the thumbs up. I actually said it right. Everybody who listens to a Seeking Heart knows that Allison and names. So, just took a deep breath. Asked my guardian angel to speak for me. Great tip, by the way. Let your guardian angels guide, rule, guide. Um, I'll enlighten you. It's a good stuff. So Meredith, thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. It's such a pleasure to be here. Well, your book is my jam, <sighs> Eucharistic Adoration. It, it totally transformed my life, uh, that in the scriptures, which you also include an awful lot of in your book. So I'd love to start our conversation by having you share your Eucharistic Adoration journey.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, great. Um, so I am really blessed. My home parish, St. Robert Parish in Shorewood, Wisconsin, is the the, the home of um, a young adult ministry called Coriaceu, and it's been going on for almost. If this isn't the tenth year, it's almost the tenth year, and it's really what introduced Eucharistic Eucharistic Adoration both to myself and to many people. It's it's a a, a very old devotion, and it kind of fell. Um, away, but it's, I believe it's enjoying a resurgence. And so um, they started doing Corriezoo and it's once a week, every Wednesday at 7 p.m. They have not missed a week. They missed the first week of the lockdown in March of 2020. Otherwise they have been going for every week. They just moved it to um, an alternative location so people could be um, in their cars and do it. Yeah. But, um, they they process in they expose jesus there's music there's silence there's opportunity for confession and it's about 45 to 50 minutes of just unbelievable peace in our our church um, we have a very beautiful old church so it just mm-hmm. it nice. feels so oh, just peaceful and holy and it's then after we Put Jesus back. (laughs) Um, It's then followed by mass, and like I said, this goes on every week. It's it started as something for young adults. Um, It now draws families, senior citizens, people my age who are not young adults but not yet senior citizens. Um, I've gone with my kids. I've gone with my husband. It's just a beautiful, beautiful ministry that is bringing people closer to God because we get to sit with Jesus, and it's just. It's so wonderful, you know, one of the huge blessings of adoration is that there, while there is a structure, it's not um, it's not a prescribed thing. You can mm-hmm. go and just sit, and a lot of times that's what I'll do, especially with Corriezo, because there's this um, beautiful music in the background, is I'll just sit and just receive. Um, so you don't have to go and feel like you need to do something, you're just there visiting your friend Jesus. and. It, it's that simple and i think that's partly why it gets confusing for people but uh, you know i so i started going to adoration through Koryezu, um maybe eight years ago mm-hmm. and it's just kind of grown from then and become something that's just you know like you said it's it's kind of a jam it's just really something that feeds who we are
1: i i think the word that you use that i think sums it up most beautifully is the word peace
0: Mm-hmm. It is
1: so peaceful. So peaceful. Even, I mean, I've even been at them with rock, like, Christian rock music. And even when we're jamming, like, it's still peaceful, just to, mm-hmm. to sit in the, the real presence as Catholics. Mm-hmm. Of course, we believe that the Eucharist is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ. We believe we're in the real presence of Jesus and heaven and earth collide. I mean, how could this not be your jam? <laughs> and then feeling the peace of that moment. It truly is an overwhelmingly peaceful moment. I can come um, my, my adoration chapel. There used to be a mall. And I would drive by the Adoration Chapel on the way to the mall. And the mall is since gone. Jesus, praise God, still going strong. But if I was having a really difficult, stressful day, just to pull in that parking lot, to either go in or just sit outside where I knew he was uh, for five minutes, ten minutes, what it, it would totally transform my day. There's just this, you're sitting in heaven. The St. Teresa of Avila called it the foretaste of heaven. I love that. Yeah. That we have this moment of in our in our life here, in our earthly life, when we can experience the peace and blessing of heaven that awaits us. Um, how can it not be your jam? So you your book, Draw Close to Jesus, A Woman's Guide to Eucharistic Adoration, out from our Sunday visitor. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the structure of this book and how you see women uh, really being able to utilize it to draw closer to Jesus.
0: Yeah, so it's set up. It's not set up so that it's a book that you read cover to cover. It's set up to be something that you take with you. It's small. I brought my copy. You know, it's, it's small, so you can throw it in your purse or your backpack. Um, yeah. And it's. I wrote it for people who maybe are new to adoration, um, who don't have a lot of experience, but also I was hoping to kind of connect with people who do go regularly. Um, A lot of the challenge with Eucharistic adoration is because, like I said, it's an unstructured time other than when um, we bring Jesus out and put him back. (laughs) Um, It's unstructured. And it can be a little intimidating so my hope for the book was to help just give people something a place to start you know it's it is super peaceful but it's um, it's also sitting in silence and that's something that uh, a lot of people really struggle with Um, I think it's something that we don't have enough of in our world Mm -hmm. and it can be really intimidating to just quiet down and it can be hard (laughs) you know our, our You know, I think especially as women, as moms, you know, there's always something running around. There's always like this hamster wheel going in my head about, okay, I've got work, and I have to make dinner tonight. Oh, and there's laundry, and I wanted to get a workout in, and and then like these 18 things that I want to do between now and when I go to bed, and it's really hard to turn that off, and Eucharistic Adoration takes practice, and um, my hope is that the book is something that helps people just develop that habit of coming in. Settling, being quiet, and just receiving what Jesus wants to give us, and so it's set up with different sections. Um, getting, you know, getting started, just some of the you know, like how tos, some of the prayers that are said in the beginning.
1: Before um, you go any further, Meredith, I yeah. just want to—I I actually had highlighted Holy Spirit at work here—a um, sentence that just completely a. Uh, uh, connected to what you were just talking about you wrote when i first started attending eucharistic adoration i felt like i spent the whole visit striving for an unattainable inner quiet and i just love the way you put that like unattainable and it's okay god wants jesus wants all of those thoughts right he wants Mm -hmm. to help you figure out dinner he wants to help you You know whatever else is on your mind whether it be paying this bill or helping this child or what you're doing at work and i think instead of fighting those Mm -hmm. thoughts i I, i'm a journaler i'm a writer by trade so i'm always writing but even if you don't want to write them down if you just start off your time in prayer whether in front of jesus in adoration or at home by just giving it all Mm -hmm. to him i don't know if you've had this experience or not but when i just give all this, like let the squirrel brain go, give all God, all the stuff, the list, right. Yep. Then it, it just goes away. And now mm-hmm. I can spend time in a deeper quiet. Sometimes I use scripture to go into that deeper quiet. Mm-hmm. I use books like yours, draw close to Jesus, where, you know, I can take that one day, that one chapter or whatever, look at that scripture, look at your beautiful reflection. And then you have at the end of each chapter, um, you have three, like, here I am. It's right here in front of me. I lost my book when I cleaned for Christmas. So I had to download it this morning. Oh. my Kindle, so I'm trying to organize. Anyway, glad to support you. I don't mind buying it. Thank you. You have, um, at the end of your um, reflection, you have to do and to go deeper. Can mm-hmm. you explain a little bit about what those two sections are?
0: Yeah. So it's just, you know, adoration is a continual journey towards our Lord. And so it was, I wrote it with a way to connect scripture to our lives, but then to take it a step further, knowing that I wanted to make it attainable for, um, like I said, people who are new, but also people who have maybe spent some time or maybe even, wow, this will be fun, you know, go through it and do all the to-dos and then go through it and go, go deeper. So <laughs> a little <laughs> optimistic there, but um, I like yeah. that I would do I would
1: to, I will totally do that as soon as, soon as I find it <laughs> so, you know what my Kindle is more likely to go with me to adoration than the book so I, well. I will definitely be spending time with it in adoration
0: awesome so yeah just a way to kind of make it um, practical
1: yeah. you know
0: like, to, to kind of make it your own to put it into your own life that was my hope for all of it
1: I think that the, the again the word you just Said now that kind of struck my heart was practical. I think sometimes we don't look at devotions or Catholic practices as right. practical. That, that we we overcomplicate them. Um, one of the things my coming back to the faith, I had a reversion about 15 years ago. Adoration played a huge part in it, mm-hmm. but I've never heard of adoration before. Like you said, I think it's making a comeback. But I overcomplicated it. I remember Meredith, my first time going to adoration going on my knees because I'm watching everybody around me
0: Yeah.
1: and thinking, I have to stay on my knees for an hour. At the time I was 40. I'm like, I'm never going to get back. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm never coming back off this floor. But you know, little by little, I learned more. I asked questions. I'm like, Oh, like I looked around me. Oh, they're sitting. I can sit. I can bring something to read. Like I thought mm-hmm. I had to just be pious and sit mm-hmm. there and I couldn't read anything. I couldn't write. Um, I'd have to. I, I do bring my my stack of mm-hmm. um, especially back before I had a phone. I brought the whole stack. I don't know if you have a Catholic stack of like prayer books and your rosary and yep. your devotions. Do you have a, a Catholic stack you bring with you?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and it's so true. And I think that that that's something that a message that it's good for people to hear is that yes, you can absolutely sit there. And I. I've seen people just sit and gaze at my mm-hmm. Lord, and that's beautiful. And I've had opportunities where that's been what's been on my heart. But I've also, a lot of this book I wrote in adoration, because I thought, if I'm gonna write about this, I can do it in front of our Lord. I also wrote a lot of it on my living room couch, you know? So, but yeah, you can journal, you can read, you can, whatever is gonna help you just be open to what God is trying to give you, because He He loves for us to visit Him. You know, if we if we think about it, a relationship with Jesus, and Him being a friend, we go to visit our friends and we sit and we chat, and we spend time together. And that's really what this is: is just going and spending time with someone who just loves the heck out of us, who thinks we're <laughs> adorable and irresistible, and he's like, "Yay, Allison's here today," you know. So i kind of like encourage people to think of it like that that you're visiting a friend and it's okay if you make mistakes i yeah i vividly remember my first time and the same thing with the kneeling and the thinking because i also went through a reversion about eight years ago and i was in my 40s like i can't kneel that long are you kidding me this was all I did was think about how uncomfortable i was yeah. so the freedom to sit the freedom to have your eyes open or closed or do the different things and then yeah i was so confused i remember so when we went through the benediction and everybody got on their knees okay that's great and then we did the divine praises and we we sang um tantum ergo sacramentum and i was like i don't know latin i didn't you know (laughs) just absolute abject i am a fish out of water and that's okay and if you feel that way that's okay come again and find your groove find how it works for you and if you're confused, that's okay, too, you know? We're people. made us the way we are and he gets it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, you make me think of the
1: the of Ergo that I have memorized. I love it, I love singing. I'm a singer, so I love singing. I realize I memorized the words and then my daughter was in adoration with me for the first time where it was, be- benediction was being done. That's the prayers at the end of adoration, usually public adoration. Mm-hmm. And it was time for me to interpret because I she's deaf, so I interpret into sign language um, and I realized, even though I'd sang the Matt Mar one a million times, that I, if they're singing the Latin, I don't know the words. And I looked at him like, I signed, basically signed, they're speaking another language. It's Latin. Mommy doesn't know how these words. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> like, well, you know what? In my book, I have them in Latin and English. So
1: <laughs> now I'm going to, I'm so happy you mentioned that. I'm going to study them. So the next time, and the other, the so next time I can interpret them for her she was so she's so easy going she's like that's fine mama I'll just look at jesus you Aww. do that sweetie she's I'm awesome the other thing that you mentioned um about editing writing in adoration i call i think i go to the office because i work in catholic ministry and again i write but i have a friend who would bring her homeschool plans i don't know what my children need to learn this year she had six She's like, I don't know, Lord, but you do. So she would bring her notebook. She'd bring her planner. She would sit and let God guide her. She'd also bring her budget. Lord, I don't have money. Like, how am I going to pay this bill? What's more? Like, help me prioritize. She's amazing, my friend Karen. She just utilizes. And sometimes she'd even bring her knitting. She's like, Lord, you know this is my favorite thing to do. And if if I'm going to sit here and focus on you, my hands need to be busy. You understand. I think nobody knows how to adorate <laughs> better than my friend Karen. It's amazing. And I think that that idea and in, in, in reading your book, Draw Close to Jesus, A Woman's Guide to Eucharistic Adoration, out from Our Sunday Visitor, kind of gives me that same feel. Like there's no wrong way to spend time with Jesus.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And we need to stop putting these shoulds on ourselves. There's mm-hmm. no should. Just- you're there, he's happier you're there. You're probably gonna be happier there after you kind of figure it out. Just let it be what it's gonna be. Communicate with, with with Jesus the way that works for you. Everybody's different. We're all made in his image. We're all his beloved daughters. Just lean into your your quirkiness. And if knitting works, you know, go for it. i I found that um when I'm in an adoration setting and it's quiet. It's also really helpful to pray a rosary. Yeah. If you're having a hard time settling your brain down, it kind of, you know, we've memorized these prayers, the Hail Mary. We can say it with really not a whole lot of conscious thought, but it keeps part of your brain going while the other part can maybe be reflecting on something. You know, that yeah. might be helpful. Yeah, I, I can oh, see that's that's a great idea. another thing where it just kind of occupies that part of your brain that so badly wants to be moving and allow the other part to just relax. So I what was, love
1: that. What was the second suggestion you gave? I think that you, you cut out just oh, for a second.
0: Your friend's idea of knitting. Oh. That's
1: brilliant. <laughs> you know. I, I was just thinking, I think she crochets. So there's, I'm just thinking knitting, there might be noise. I'm pretty sure she crochets, so there's no noise. But perfect. either way, it's perfect. And the yeah. other thing you said earlier, before we wrap up, that this is the Jesus who loves the heck out of you. And I thought a play on words is that he literally loves the hell yeah. out of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wanted like to be careful. <laughs> that was just kind of in my in my head as you said that. I'm like, no, I like that. I, I like that idea that he just loves you to pieces, honestly. Yes. Yeah. And he wants you to be with him forever. And he gives you this little foretaste of sitting in adoration um in, in heaven. I love that. Yeah. Uh, before we wrap up what what is your just I mean, you've shared a, a lot about what your hope is for women is there any just one final thing you want to make sure women know about your amazing book draw close to Jesus
0: um that's a really good question i you know i think my hope is like i said just that people can that it's helpful for somebody that you know it helps you in your journey towards jesus in whatever way you need it um I think adoration's a beautiful devotion. I think we're really, really just so blessed that he left himself in this very real way for us. And I think I just, I want people to understand that it's different for everybody. To so like I said, don't put any shoulds on it. Be open to how it's gonna be for you and, and just try to make it a habit, whether it's once a week, once a month, you know, just go spend time with him. The graces are amazing.
1: and i love how you keep saying receive because the thing about gifts grace is a gift and -hmm. gifts are only useful if they're received opened and used right so receive 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 so other than your local catholic bookstore how else can people get draw close to jesus
0: they can get it right from the our sunday visitor website or they can get it from amazon
1: and while they're there getting draw close to jesus they can also pick up one of the stay connected journals also from our Sunday visitor. Right. So they'll have something else to do in adoration. They can prepare themselves. And then the stay connected journals are a great way to, what, I actually wrote a lot of those in uh, adoration and the scripture and the questions, just another way of kind of settling your brain and focusing. If awesome. you're not sure what to do in adoration, how Meredith, can we keep up with you, learn more about what you're doing? And of, of course, um,
0: See what comes next. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to see what comes next. Ah, That's like <laughs> a big question. Um, if you, could, I have a website. It's meredithbridiani.com, if you can spell my name. Um, I'm I'll so have excited. the link in the show notes. That would be great. Yeah, but that has information about the book. It has a blog that I've been adding to. Um, it has links to uh, other articles. I write for catholicmom.com every month and diocesan.com. There's some other stuff in there. So I I try to keep it up to date. It's an ongoing project. But yeah, that'd be the best way for anyone who's interested. That'd be really, really great.
1: You can find the articles for CatholicMom.com on CatholicMom.com, but also through Instagram, which I happen to be the Catholic Mom Instagram manager. So I try to share a lot of Meredith because I just find it very good. And the um, diocesan com has also if you have the my parish app that's the blog on there I learned that when uh, I also write for Di- diocesan yeah. and I was in a meeting about my parish app and we were going through all the, the the elements and I'm like hey wait I recognize that blog I had no idea they were connected so if you have my parish app click on the blog and you'll find more wonderful Words of wisdom and inspiration from Meredith Fridiani. Thank you, Meredith, so much for spending this time with us today.
0: Oh, thank you, Allison. It's been such a pleasure.
1: Well, again, draw close to Jesus, a woman's guide to Eucharistic Adoration out now from our Sunday visitor. You have been listening to a seeking heart with Allison Jingris, distributed through Breadbox Media. God bless.